not often that the biggest celebrity at the Big Slick softball event is an athlete, but according to some celebs, that'll be the case this year when Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes takes the field. Mahomes shares his thoughts about Big Slick and his celebrity status. Also, Taran Matthew, the Honey Badger, speaks from the heart about being a team leader. Chiefs beat writer Brooke Pryor is here to discuss this and more on Sports Beat KC, the sports podcast of the Kansas City Star. I'm your host, Blair Kirkhoff. Hello, Brooke. Hey, Blair. I like your t-shirt. Thanks. I was actually Instagramming about it right now. <laughs> In case you're wondering how the sausage is really made, I'm, uh, I'm wearing a t-shirt that says my favorite broadcaster is Doris Burke. Which oh, is true. I like Doris Burke. I, I she, do too. She's been so good for a long time. She has. And I was inspired, A, because these t-shirts were on sale on the Homage uh, website, which is where I got it. Um, the finals were last night. Um, and I'm going to Awesome, the Association for Women in Sports Media, to that convention next week. So I bought it ahead of the convention because we're better to wear that shirt. So, And then today I was like, you know what? I need to break it in. We've been out at OTAs today. The first outfit was just kind of gross. Uh, so I did a quick change, and this is my podcasting aesthetic today. You're a quick change artist. I am. You are. We I should try. Es- we should establish that it is a, it's a Thursday, Thursday afternoon, and we have witnessed our last OTA of 2019. How will we ever go on? The organized team activities are finished. Those, were, those went on for, um, what, I think three and a half years. Uh, <laughs> It really felt like it. it I did. mean, just a few weeks, but they're finished now, and we'll go. Uh, the Chiefs will go into um, mandatory mini camp starting next Tuesday, three days next Tuesday. I mean, we'll see how mandatory it is. But in between OTAs and next week mandatory mini camp, there's a big event in Kansas City, the Big Slick, and that was the topic du jour with uh, with Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs quarterback. Let, let's hear from Patrick Mahomes. Speaking about the big slick softball event that he'll play in on Friday, you're actually going to play in the softball game, is that right? Yeah, I got the okay. So yeah, we uh, we I will be in the softball game. Hopefully, I can hit some home runs. I don't have I don't have to run around the bases uh, and then maybe play the outfield out there somewhere. Now you know you don't have to be competitive. I'm gonna try not to be. So I'm gonna try to just just take it easy, enjoy it. I uh, get to see a lot of good people and uh, build some great relationships. Rob Riggle the other day, the actor, says there's a, there's a lot of uh, celebrities coming in and they want to meet you. you know, in a year's time, you've kind of gone from this college quarterback to really someone that even celebrities don't. Just what has that been like for you over the course of the year? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely cool getting to meet a lot of people that you've seen on TV that you've seen kind of growing up. Uh, but at the same time, I feel exactly the same. I feel like the same the same guys I was last year. I love to, to get out in the community and just be a part of it. Uh, and then, of course, being able to play some sports and do some stuff like that is always fun. Have you called dibs on a position in the softball game yet? I have not. I'm just going to put them wherever wherever. They can put me wherever they want. Uh, hopefully, the outfield somewhere. I haven't taken a ground ball in a couple of years now, so hopefully, I can just be, be shagging out in the outfield. What is it you like so much about getting out to events like the Final Four and the Stanley Cup? And and how, how are you making these decisions? You got a lot on your plate to sort through. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, it's kind of a thing where I, I talk to the guys about it. Usually, Kelsey and and, and guys like that. Sherm was at the game with us, and Cole quit. Uh, but we we. 
it's awesome to me to kind of go to these like high sporting events that I've, I've watched my whole life. Uh, more than, I guess you would say, going to concerts and doing stuff like that. I, I like kind of going to these these Stanley Cups. I wish I could have made it to the NBA Finals, but it's really far away. Uh, but uh, and then and then the the Final Four. I mean, you, it's it's really cool to kind of see these events that I've watched my whole entire life uh, and be there in person to see it. No Women's World Cup. You can't get over to Paris. <laughs> It, it, there was a chance I was going to be able to make it, but uh, I didn't get to make it this year. I was I was very excited about it. Of course, my girlfriend played soccer, so I've watched it watched it growing up, but uh, I didn't get to make it this year. Okay, Brooks. So now we know that uh, he's probably going to play the outfield. Yes. Also, softball approved activity. Basketball not approved. Not approved by the, by the Chiefs, which is probably a pretty smart move. Although. Yeah. We have seen him playing basketball. We have also. We've it's actually seen in my in my gym. Um, I it uh, the, the Lifetime Fitness in uh, in Overland Park. He oh, was in there with yeah. Gary Dieter, and it's funny how that worked. Yeah, Gary Dieter was the one that went to the front desk and sort of made the the arrangement with the front desk people. Hey, Patrick Mahomes is here. <laughs> and they let Gary him, they Dieter, let, ultimate hype man. They let him inside of a side door, and <laughs> and all of a sudden there was Patrick Mahomes uh, playing basketball. Hooping it up in, in the gym, and then he never did again because right. that video went viral and. Uh, but but softball is okay softball as, as long is as he okay. plays the outfield. He's not an infielder where he can get a ball a bad bounce Lord, off of his. That is know, the last thing they something. need. Um, but this is going to look. I think it's it's neat that he's doing it. It's a fun event, and the thing that occurred to me and it's something he said it was asked about and said was he he'll probably be the biggest celebrity there at an event that's full of celebrities. And we're always kind of. I've been to the, the the game, the event. It's fun to see, you know, the the, the stars in softball uniforms. <laughs> uh, but but he's going to be, you know. He's going to be the, the one that people want to take their picture with, which is kind of a unique thing. I mean, speak for yourself. I, if there's a line for Paul Rudd, I will be at the very front of it. Uh, that's because but, you see Patrick Mahomes every that's day. That's true. That's true. We I, actually last week when we saw Patrick Mahomes, or two weeks ago when he had his. Um, his Asterisk Collective event. I, I We had seen him earlier that day, and then I saw him at that event, and he walked up to me, and he said, man, long time no see, and it had been, you know, all of two hours. So, yes, I do see Patrick Mahomes quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, he, he is a bona fide celebrity, and it's kind of weird to have that in Kansas City, living here full time, um, and in an event where you have guys flying in from Hollywood, New York, you know, wherever they're filming, Rob Riggle, Eric Stone Street, um, Selena Gomez, like all of these people, Patrick Mahomes is the guy that is the most relevant to people here um, and people really across the country. Um, and this has happened, I mean, just in the span of a year. This time last year, yeah, he was a big deal, but he wasn't a headliner, the big slick by any means. No, no, he wasn't. And you're right. What a, what a difference a year makes. And it was and it was his response to another question. I think it was Vahe mm-hmm. Gregorian, our our friend and colleague, asked about uh, you know, his his travels to to sporting events. I saw him at the Final Four, and uh, he got a lot of CBS love there. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, he was at the Stanley Cup last week, the game in St. Louis, and the NBC cameras were all over him. And oh, of course. Travis Kelsey there. Um, he's really taking advantage of his ability to do this. I, I think it's I think it's great. I'll t- and I'll tell you why I think it's great. That you know, it would be one thing for him to kind of act big time, mm-hmm. act the role of the big time, and you, and you might shake your head at that. But you and I saw him at practice today, and he threw an interception, and he was pissed. Yeah. 
and an OTA interception that deflected off of somebody. I was going to say, it wasn't even his fault. He, He had two interceptions. Neither were his fault. And he was still, I mean, you would have thought it was an October practice. He was ticked. Yes, for an October game. An October game, yeah. My favorite thing about Patrick Mahomes going to all these sporting events is that he's living out what he really loves. You know, it's in, in talking with his agents, you know, I've talked to them about this pretty frequently that, you know, how cool it is that he's, you know, at Royals games and at the racetrack and at soccer games. And they're like, I asked him why. And they're like, he just really loves sports. And it's just as simple as that. Like he's doing, and he said today, you know, I love, I want to go to the things that I grew up watching. You know, I, I want to go to the Stanley Cup. I, I want to go to, um, the final four. to the Final Four. He wanted to go to the he, NBA yeah, Finals. Yeah, oh, the Finals are too far away, which is understandable there in California and Toronto. So, yeah, it's a bit bit of a haul. Um, same with Paris. Same with Paris. Yeah, he wants to go to the World Cup. His girlfriend, Brittany, uh, is a former soccer player, so it makes sense that they would want to go, but that's not going to work out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he said more than wanting to go to concerts or, or shows or anything like that, he'd rather go to sporting events, which if I had, you know, Patrick Mahomes access and money, that is a hundred percent. What I'd want to do is, is go to all these sporting events. Not to mention his, uh, his plane deal, you know, his private yeah. jet deal. I, That's pretty sweet. You know, I, I would, you know, yeah, he said he'd love to have gone to the, uh, we asked him if he was going to go to game five, which mm-hmm. is tonight in the Stanley cup finals in Boston. He said, no, couldn't get there. I'm thinking, yeah, you could. Right? He, they do. He has a partnership with a company here in Kansas City, and they could get him there, you know. Yeah. Um, or, or to Paris, or to Toronto, or to right. Oakland. Exactly. I, I think he could do all, all that. But I maybe, mean, you're Patrick Mahomes. You're the NFL MVP. <laughs> if you want to go to Boston, you can go to Boston. Yeah. But maybe maybe there's some chief stuff that he has to be back That's for. That's true. And, uh, and the, and the timing worked out for him on the other I mean, events. he needs rest for the celebrity softball game. He's got to put his best foot forward. That's right. He wants to hit home runs. He doesn't He doesn't want to run the bases. I love that. He just wants too. to hit home runs. That's right. It, that's, his, that's his plan. His game plan is to hit home runs so he can just walk around the bases. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, take your sweet time. So I'm, I, I think uh, I was talking to someone earlier. I, the, the big concern is, uh, you know, him maybe – Playing defense, having to cover a base, and Eric Stone Street coming in cleats up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything's possible. Yeah, yeah. I think Eric Stone Street would cradle him as he fell. <laughs> Eric Stone Street wants to do nothing to put Patrick Mahomes right. in harm's way. Yeah, that would be the end of Big Slick, I think. There'd yeah. Be, there'd be another way to, to, to raise money for children's mercy. If, if, if <laughs> we'll have a silent raffle. <laughs> well, sp- speaking of the offense, um, there was a little, just a tiny piece of news today. That uh, that Travis Kelsey probably going to be probably going to miss the mini camp mm-hmm. next week, but should be back for training camp in late July in in uh, St. Joe. Not, not a not a big revelation, but it was nice to hear. Right, some, it was nice to hear a timeline. Yeah, got a timeline for that. And to be honest with you, when I saw him at the Final Four, he was walking around without a boot. The boot was off by right. then. And we've seen him at practice. I feel like this is just a precautionary thing. You know, why rush him back? Right, exactly. Maybe over, overly cautious. And and uh, look, if you're a veteran who've been who has been through OTAs and training camp, and and you want to tell the team, look, I just think uh, let's be a little. And that's he's air out on there the side at OTAs. It's not like he's you know hanging out at a beach somewhere. He's been out that's there right. every single day, that, which has been re- really cool of him to to be there every day and help out. And today he had on gloves. Also, he had on. <laughs> You know, no helmet, obviously no pads, but tennis shoes. And then he was wearing, like, catching gloves. And I was like, what are you, 
You, as hot as it yeah. was out there today? Why oh. would you do that? Oh. But, I mean, I think it shows he's like, hey, I mean, if you want to throw me the ball, I'll catch a pass. <laughs> you know, hey, I, I'll be as, you know, I want to be just a little bit involved. Tight end position was uh, rather thin today. It was. Uh, Deion Kelsey out, Deion Yelder, Blake Bell, which I th- didn't see Blake Bell out there. I was positive that he wasn't there. And then somehow I looked down on my paper and he was checked off. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I did see him. And then at the end of practice, Andy said, nope, Blake Bell, nope. not here. Not that I think Blake Bell's going to be a major player here, but I mean. No belldozer. Yeah, no belldozer. But that left the Chiefs with David Wells. John Lovett, and then a new guy that they signed Kaiser, last the, uh, week. Yep, I think it's Nick pronounced Kaiser. Kaiser from uh, second-year pro from Grand Valley State yep. Division II program, who actually comes with some. He's got a good. He's good size and comes with some nice credentials. And Andy Reid made sure to mention him today. Yeah, he, he looked pretty good today from yeah, what we could see. Like I said, big big guy. I, I, we'll see what his prospects are next week. I mean, he's got a good chance of getting a lot of playing time in minicamp with all these injuries. All of a sudden, that tight end position, which has been so good to the Chiefs over the years, is, is pretty thin. Chiefs are wishing they had Demetrius Harris right now. They hadn't let him walk maybe, in free agency. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he's a he's. A, hmm. I was going to say he's a proven body, but he's also a proven dropper of passes. Yes. So <laughs> yes, he is a. But he's more of a veteran, though, and, and more of a known quantity, at least, than some of these other guys. And some of these other guys, I mean, haven't seen a field in a long time, if ever. Right. So we heard from Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and we heard from several other Chiefs today. And I thought one of the more interesting bites of sound came from Taran Matthew, the, the, the safety who the Chiefs acquired in the offseason. Um, I, I just thought he kind of spoke from the heart when it came to being a leader. And we will hear from Taran Matthew right after we take a break on Sportsbeat KC. Hey, it's Blair Kirkhoff. And if you're listening to this, you love Kansas City sports, whether it's the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting, Mizzou, KU, or K-State. And no one covers these teams like the Kansas City Star. If you currently subscribe to the paper or have a digital subscription, Thank you for your support. And if you don't, here's a great offer. It's called Sports Pass, unlimited digital access to every sports story and video on KansasCity.com. It's just $30 for the first year. It's the best sports value in town, just eight cents a day or $2.50 a month. You can't beat that. Subscribe now at KansasCity.com slash Sports Pass. When the team traded for Lee, I think you tweeted out something that was something like, I'm going to lift this kid up. Uh, yeah. Why is it important for you to, to lead, lead young guys like that? I mean, you know, I think, you know, I think this is our sanctuary. Um, you know, this is our safe haven. And, you know, uh, I mean, the world outside of this can be, you know, a lot harder, a lot tougher than, you know, we expect it to be. And um, so, you know, I think me as a leader, me as a guy that's been cut, you know, um, you know, been humiliated, embarrassed. Um, I mean, whatever you can, you know, put on it. Um, I think it's important to just embrace the guys around you, really support them, encourage them, um, and then kind of give them that confidence um, that they let them know that you believe in them, and hopefully they'll get to believing in themselves again. Keep right. hearing about how you guys like you and Frank getting out there, like getting after it in practice. What kind of identity are you guys trying to establish here? I mean, you know, um, 
just really trying to, you know, build a defense with an attitude. Um, you know, I think anytime you can have, you know, um, 10, 11 guys, you know, with a chip on their shoulder, uh, with an edge, a certain kind of presence, uh, you know, certain kind of attitude, kind of kind of swagger, um, you know, um, you can create a collective identity. Um, and I think that's really, you know, what we're trying to do. Um, definitely not trying to do nothing that, um, you know, outside of our, you know, characteristics. Um, you know, I think all of us, both of us really, um, I think we wake up each and every day, you know, and we, we live that way, you know, just with an attitude and a chip on our shoulder. And, um, you know, like I said, it could, it could rub off on the guys around you. So that was, that was pretty strong stuff by... Taran Matthew. I felt like he kind of took us to church there. When he started in about football, this is our sanctuary here. I mean, I wanted an organ to go and <laughs> and the the white the the choir and the robes come out behind him. I mean, he really, I mean, you're right. He was speaking from the heart. And I think that that's what the Chiefs have kind of been missing a little bit, at least in this last year. Eric Berry, I wasn't around, but from a distance, Eric Berry was that guy. And for all we know, and for all intents and purposes, he was still that guy last year, but he wasn't able to do it on the field. Now you've got a guy in Tyron Matthew that can be encouraging, be uplifting, be a leader off the field and on the field and back it up with this just dynamic play versatile play and being a real difference maker. And I think that that's going to pay dividends for the Chiefs in this season. Think about the the, the the situation that the Chiefs defense is in. He's he's a newcomer, so you would think it would be difficult for a newcomer to be that sort of leader on the team. But look at what the Chiefs are. They, they The whole defense is They're new. brand just new. About, just From, about. Yeah, pretty much. And I thought it was interesting, too, that he said he was asked, have you always been this way? And he said, no, I'm normally like a pretty quiet guy. And he's really stepped into a vocal role. And I think part of that's out of necessity. Um, and part of that's out of a desire to grow as an individual and grow as a player. And you can really see him taking charge. He also mentioned uh, uh, building an attitude on this defense. Swagger. And kind of swagger. And look, I, I'm sure if we were if we were podcasting about any of the other 31 teams in the NFL, we might hear the same thing but I don't remember hearing that in previous years with the Chiefs this time of year well for one thing the leaders of the defense weren't here Eric Berry right. wasn't at OTAs Justin Houston did not attend OTAs and uh in Marcus Peters one year did, missed OTAs so you didn't have the leaders here uh, we, we know that the Chiefs are missing one of their leaders and best right. players in Chris Jones but the fact that they've got Frank Clark and Teran Matthew and um, uh, Xavier Williams and, and Hitchens and Raglan, and right. they, they do have you know, a core of guys that are back, all you know, getting used to the new defense and the new defensive coordinators. And um, so, yeah, I, I think it's, it's everybody sort of – look, it, it may, it's going to take time. It is. It's just going to take time for this defense to come together. But at least they're all sort of on the same page. Right. It's all new to everybody. Right. And I think one thing that um, that Tyron said that was striking and that really made an impact on me was I asked her about Juan Thornhill and how their chemistry was and how the chemistry for the DBs as a whole was going. And he said, you know, that's something that we're really going to work on during training camp and training camp's going to reveal a lot. And so will the preseason games. And so will probably the first four games of the regular season, which I think is important because he's reminding people, hey, you want an instant fix, but it's not instant. There's a process to this. And so... Yeah, it, it could take as long as four games into the regular season to really see this defense mesh. So, hey, everybody, 
the defense is getting better, but temper those expectations. You know, it's 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 an evolution, and they're in the very early stages of that, and it may not happen, you know, by week one. There still may be some growing pains, and so I think that was his way of being like, look, we got it. We're working on it. We'll get there. Just, you know, bear with us. One player that we didn't see today was Juan Thorn- Thornhill, the, the rookie safety who was out with an injury. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Calf. Yeah, calf, calf Not to worry. I'm sure we'll see him next week. Well, I shouldn't say I'm sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, we'll we see all thought we'd week, see Sammy Watkins the week after yeah, Cleveland, and we didn't. We but did. but we did see Sammy Watkins today. We did. After, we did see Sammy Watkins today, and Damian Williams. Yep. Right. So we'll we'll see if we if Juan Thornhill's there next week. But I, I it's not an it, I don't think it's a long term thing. It's just a mispractice. Um, so we didn't get to see him today, but we did see McCole Hardman, the 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 other second round pick of the Chiefs, mm-hmm. uh, Hardman, the wide receiver from Georgia, and he was asked about, um, you know, adjusting to Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. Let's hear what he had to say about that. Has he been throwing the deep ball to you more Yeah, yeah. recently? How, how has that been working out? It's coming along. Um, I'm starting to run, you know, um, not slowing down. You know, it's, it's different, you know, coming, like, with his arm, you know, he can get it to you everywhere on the field. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, not most quarterbacks can do that, and um, he can do that. So, just again, you still, you know, like, I could be – 50, 60 yards down the field, he still can lead me. So um, we're definitely trying to get it right, you know, you know, the chemistry right with it, So, but it's coming. So I thought that was kind of fun. Um, not many wide receivers uh, in, in the NFL have to keep running after 60 yards with no. the quarterback, uh, with the arm strength of pa- you've Patrick Mahomes. Be, you're, you're, you've got to make sure you're not skipping conditioning right. with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and the funny thing is I talked with um, – with McColl's dad last week, with both of his parents last week, for a story that I'm working on that will hopefully come out next week. Um, and I asked him, you know, how how's your son adjusting to the NFL? And he said, man, he calls us and he just says, dad, they're making us run so much. I just run all the time. And I mean, there's a good reason for that because with Patrick Mahomes, you always like just don't stop running. And Pat's even tweeted that at McColl. And, and we saw in OTAs last week, one time McColl stopped running and didn't get the pass. And Patrick went deep and right. missed it. So he's learning. But one thing I, I thought that was um, important that Andy Reid keeps saying is that McColl, like Patrick, doesn't make the same mistake twice. That he may run a route very poorly the first time around, but he'll come over to the side, he'll get coaching, whether it's from Patrick or Greg Lewis or Andy Reid, and then he goes out and does it again, he's corrected it. And I think that that's a, a huge thing for a rookie to be able to do. I'll tell you, I'm still waiting for that moment when when Hardman gets behind the defense on a you know, for a 60-yard mm-hmm. in-the-air pass. We haven't seen that yet. Uh, when when Mahomes has gone deep to him, there's usually been pretty decent coverage. And Hardman's, the, you know, the supposedly world-class speedster. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of waiting to see him turn on the Jets. Right. You weren't here, but four years ago, we saw Tyreek Hill at, on the, uh, during OTAs, and the speed was eye-opening and he was getting behind the defense Mm -hmm. so it's it's just OTAs I mean maybe it speaks to the quality of the defense perhaps it does maybe maybe they're lining up a little deeper they know it's coming we'll Mm -hmm. we'll, maybe and and I think next week's will be a more fair example of what the Chiefs are about with uh uh with mandatory minicamp so so that's next week. That Manda- is next week. Mandatory mini camp. Three days: Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yes, and uh, and unlike these OTAs, we'll be there for for all of them. The media it's open to the media for, for all three days. 
And of course, the big storyline is going to be the where's Chris Jones? I mean, are we just going to have to camp out of the facility overnight Monday to yeah. be there bright and early Tuesday morning? Absolutely, we all counting are. cars as they come in. Yep. Um, Chiefs have had guys like we mentioned earlier miss not only OTAs but minicamps before. I don't think it's the end of the world, but but with the new defense and the new coordinator, new position coach, I I just think it's in Chris Jones best interest to be at this part of practice even if it's only a week and even if he is here he would be limited because he wasn't here for the previous month just show up just be here be here show that you're you know that you're invested in this. and the chiefs in turn also need to invest in chris jones this is a two-way situation you know like yeah you do want your star defensive player to, to be here but you also need to pay him and make it worth his while because I mean, he deserves this this extension if the Chiefs want to be as good as they possibly can, and he's going to be a key member of that defensive line. So they need to lock that down. And they have some more cap space freed up now also. With Eric Berry's contract off the books, they got, what, $9 million more freed up? So they've got some wiggle room here. Um, it's it's time to get that done. Has he been tweeting? Have you noticed? Has he been on social media? Uh, he Chris was, Jones, he, he... He was a few weeks ago. You know, he, he would... Yes. Uh, He'd, we'd see his tweets from South Florida where he was working out. but Let's see. I'm going to pull up the old handy-dandy iPhone. The and Twitter machine. The Twitter machine. Uh, he tweeted nine hours ago, stay focused, stay true, keep that passion, you will get there. And then tag J.J. Watt. Uh, <laughs> okay. And he, he tweeted out a Bible verse. He's very religious in his tweets, uh, but he hasn't tagged his location recently, but we've seen videos of him training, um, in Florida still. So, I mean, he's not resting on his laurels, but he also isn't in Kansas city. On the one hand, it's, um, it, it, I I don't think it it rises to a huge, you know, an alarm type of concern if he's not at mini camp, if he's not at training camp, that's a, that's a different story. Then we're all going to be on Chris Jones watch. Yep. Yep. And, uh, but on the other hand, Again, with all the newness going on on the defensive side, I just think symbolically, if nothing else, it would be, as you said, even if he was just on the sideline or working with the second team, getting used to things. Spend it, some time with Brendan Daly. Yes. He's yes. a gem. I learned that in my story. I'm yeah, just it was a great quick, story, by the way. I'm just going to really quick plug that. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, That'll be in the show notes. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's on KansasCity.com about Brendan Daly, new Chiefs defensive line coach and run game coordinator. Facebook.com uh, slash Red Zone Extra and the Red Zone app. <laughs> Highly you, recommend. You'll hear Give that it a later. read. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Brendan Daly, I would say hilarious guy. Hilarious stories about him that I really enjoyed learning. Uh in it, in the story, you will read about how he uh, headbutted another helmet before a game. Is that how it happened? Is that where the blood came from? That's I didn't get to talk to him about it, but I talked with um, Sean Spencer, who coached with him at Villanova, and he said he must have headbutted a helmet. We don't we don't exactly know how it happened, but all of a sudden there was just blood gushing down as he's running onto the field yes. as a coach. Yes. Not a player, a coach. Uh, and then later on, he at his first NFL training camp and it, with Minnesota, he they had bikes at Mankato State that they would ride from the dorms to the practice facility. And somehow or another, early in his time there, he wrecked his bike into a fire hydrant and was scratched from his face, his arms, his legs. So he's a bit of a wild man. Yes, it was a good story. Please go read it if you haven't. 
So Hootie's in the cage. Hootie, Hootie's in the cage. He's in the crate. He's uh, not. He was sleeping through the night, and then I jinxed it because the other night my husband and I were talking about how lucky we were that we got such a easy to train dog. And I kid you not, the next morning he woke up at four. So that was his way of giving us the middle paw. But <laughs> but he's great. My folks get into town tonight. Yes. So they will meet Hootie. Yes, your folks are coming in from North Carolina. They're driving in. I've made that drive. Bless their hearts. They stopped in Paducah. Paducah, last Kentucky. Night. Right, right. That's... They stopped at Ozark Land today, which who, <laughs> I, I, who knew what that was? I think that's Kingdom City, uh, Missouri. But uh, um, all right, so when your parents come, they're going to stay they are staying with us okay. at least for one night, and then they may decide that they would rather stay in a hotel because all I have is an air mattress. Uh, bless their hearts. And a couple dogs. And a couple dogs. Uh, the guest room is also my closet because I have a lot of clothes, so they are just... It's really... It's five-star accommodations. Yeah, yeah. So they'll, uh, be, in, they'll be in the hotel uh, on night two, I can assure yes, you. Yes, I will probably have to give them some Marriott points just to, to say sorry. Thank you for making the drive. I apologize that our accommodations are not quite up to snuff well it's 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 nice that they're here and uh hope you have a great weekend with your folks and the dogs and teddy and teddy we'll probably go to big slick tomorrow for at least to the softball game tbd on the on the event saturday night yeah be right down the street from you i know we could walk so we will see but I mean, who am I to deprive them of an opportunity to see not only Patrick Mahomes, but Jason Sudeikis and Eric Stone Street and Rob Riggle and Paul Rudd. And David Koechner. Couldn't say that name. Yeah. And and all of them. And a bunch all of them. them. There's a, there's a, we ran a list of the photos and it's just, what, 30 or so celebs. And Heidi Gardner. Heidi Gardner. What a great, uh, love, love her. Love Heidi Gardner. Another local. Yep. I mean, she... She should be part of. She should be part of the big slick. It yeah. should be six instead of five. Yeah, she should be part of that. She's hilarious. Yep. If you haven't watched her on SNL, her character bits on Weekend Update are my favorite. <laughs> so, highly recommend. That's my plug for SNL. SNL. If you would like to give me tickets to attend the show, I will gladly continue to pump you up on this podcast. And a Heidi Gardner for sure. <laughs> exactly. All right, Brooke. You have a great weekend, and we'll see you again next week. Links to the stories we discuss can be found on kansascity.com, facebook.com slash redzoneextra, and the Red Zone Extra app. And check out all of the stars' coverage of Big Slick, a fun weekend and wonderful event that benefits Children's Mercy Hospital. Thanks to our producers, Kathy Liu and Leah Becerra, and to you, our listeners. We'll talk Kansas City sports again soon on Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars sports podcast.